Hey, what's going on, everybody? And welcome to episode 172 of the Bench Time Podcast with Todd and Brett Wiley of Wiley's Scale Modeling. Yo! We're back. I forgot. I got to... Hold on. <laughs> I'm cleaning off the goddamn cobwebs on this thing. Oh, Whoa. man. <coughs> Whoa, there's dust on my microphone. I know, man. Awful. I got to blow the I microphone forgot. off. I was hooking this shit up, and I couldn't remember how to do it. Oh, my I gosh. I couldn't remember how to do it. Well, it's been a... It's been <laughs> All a coo- those times we did it, and... Go ahead. I was forgetting everything. I kept running out of here and going to grab this or grab that. And uh, to hook it up, and I'm like, oh, man. Yeah. Well, it's been a, it's been a five months, five months or so <laughs> since we've done a podcast. About four and a half. Yeah. It's great. I love it. We were on last on April eighth. So yeah, I, mean, um, I like this. Kind of, we just. Hey, you know who knows? Seventy two. Who knows what's gonna happen? Who knows? But anyways, right. so um, let's do a little bit of update. Uh, since we kind of. We're, a little? Yeah, we'll do a big update. Okay. So, um, I I was kind of mowing the grass tonight. Thank God my gra- my lawnmower has headlights because uh, I was mowing the grass in the dark. But while I was mowing, I was thinking like, man, there's I a lot. The what? Nothing. While I was mowing, I was thinking, there's a lot of bad shit going on right now. And everyone's focused on a bunch of negative bad stuff and uh yep you know what let's have a little fun let's give something some let's give something that you know our fellow modelers can listen to and and at least for a week or so and 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 not you know get their mind off of uh yeah. everything else is going on right so we're gonna just wing it like tonight. college football like college football's coming up Start i cannot wait saturday yeah so, um, yeah, but real, the real kickoff's next week. Uh, we'll get Nebraska, and uh, I want to watch Nebraska and Illinois on Saturday. Well, so. I mean, it'll be good, but the real big games start Labor Day weekend. Good. It won't be really good. No, but, but, but anyways, yeah. hey, you know what? It'll be football. We got some stuff to talk about tonight. We've had five <laughs> five months of building that we haven't really even yeah, gotten we'll to talk to and uh, talk about. And um, I'm gonna hurry. I can talk football and building. I know. I'm just saying. And hockey. I'm just no, saying. It's not hockey. We got we got a lot going on and uh, um, yeah. let, let's take our minds off of everything else that's going on right now and just talk some bench talk right now. Okay. All right. So well, let's give a little update to everybody who uh, has not gotten an update in a while. Yeah. Um, the lower waterfront that I've been working on is coming along nicely. I got almost all the roads are done. I've been putting pictures up online, so if you guys are on the overtime page, you've probably seen them. Um, right. And I'm working on this military diorama, which I want to talk about tonight. Okay, cool. What, what have you been working on? And then we'll get well, into the deep, we'll get deeper into it later. Well, on the layout, I was working the other harbor and the mill where uh, Rush Rock Falls was. Uh, oh yeah. By the way, your asphalt, the harbor. your asphalt roads dried. Yeah. And they look like poop. Oh, they're gonna go. <laughs> We're gonna talk about that. Tonight. All right. We're gonna talk about that tonight. That's a pet, another pet peeve. <laughs> All right. Go. All right. Continue. Asphalt. Continue. Aka <laughs> asphalt. Shit. Well, I've used company. it before. Yeah. But you got to put it on a base that's already smooth. Yeah. Like really smooth. It's gonna go. It's gonna go. All right. Anyways. All right. Go ahead. But anyhow. Um. 
I'm not happy with it. <laughs> and uh, but that's not what I'm talking about with this. The um, the actual I built coming out. There's two rivers on either side of that Rush Rock Falls. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. On the one side be, behind the building, you know, I don't know if that's behind or in front. I don't know what the hell side that is. It's one of the sides. It comes out and it has um, it it has the the one level of waterfall on it, or or the I guess they call it the lock. It's like a channel lock. And uh, after that, then it, it kind of the water slows down a little bit, and I have it dammed up there at the wall. And w- instead of making a waterfall going over the side of it, okay, which was what I was thinking about doing, which would look stupid going into a harbor, right? A river with a waterfall going into a harbor where there's boats and shit, right? So I was like, nah, nah, that's we're not doing that. So because uh, I thought about it, I, I I made the stuff for the waterfall. You know, that's the out of the silicone. Um, yeah, the silicone. Yeah. Uh, I was caulking, and uh, I made the, the waterfall stuff, and I kind of draped it. I made one wide enough for the river, and I draped it all the way down to the bay, just held it in my hand, you know, and just kind of held it there and looked at it while you were there. And uh, it's <sighs> looks stupid. It was like it was it was like the Picasso of – and I when I mean Picasso, I mean – it was abstract looking. You don't see a waterfall dumping a massive waterfall into a into a, a harbor. Yeah, right. With semi with semi smooth water. Okay, not smooth. But there's some ripples in it, but not like that. Right. Right. So I said, like, what can we do? So, um, we got some half inch. I got some half inch copper pipe. Uh, um, I guess they were elbows, and I took two elbows and I cut them. And painted them and stuck them inside that wall, the, the retaining wall, okay, the, the, from, that's above the bay. Down maybe half an inch below where the dam was, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and then made a waterfall, oh, not waterfall, made a pipe. Both have like side-by-side water draining down in the pipe. I put some photos up on that as well. Um, I don't think, I don't know if I put them on our group page i will put them up on our facebook page um this 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 weekend just so you can see them because i have some photos and then on the other side i made a river it's coming down it's not a river it's like white water it's like water coming out of a what would that be like a, a um i don't know like a is, a is it like a tributary it's ducked. I mean, you know, coming out of the, that concrete piece, um, like a drain pipe. Shoot. Yeah, it's a drain of way in a way, uh, and it comes it'd out. be like what they put under roads. Uh, yeah, yeah. To right, let that. the creek flow through it, that thing. Right, exactly. And uh, it runs down a box. Yeah, a river runs like, through it. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> like, it looks like you know fast moving water, and then it dumps into the into the into the lake, and I mean into the harbor. Jesus, Todd, spit it out. So um, it's and it looks it's looking pretty good. It's it. I don't know how is it drying down there. Are you down there? I am. I could take a walk, walk over. Anyways, real quick. I did. Let I me go look while you Sunday. talk. I put one original coat on, and then I did a massive amount. It doesn't matter because I'm going to paint it with the uh, white water, the scenic woodland scenics. What do they call that shit? Um, it's called Whitewater Highlight all the way down through that stream. It's going to look really sharp. You're going to need What's, to put another coat on it. 
I am? Yeah, well, I mean, it, it looks like it's trickling. That's what I want it to look like. Well, I, I think you oh. should put another coat on. I, I mean, it's pretty... It'll look good with the second it's not, coat. It's not thick enough? I put a thick a thick amount on it. Yeah, there, but when, but it dries, white, when it dries... I'm going to put the highlights on, the white highlight. When it dries, it, uh, it, it, it thins out, though. Uh, well, you'll right, see, I'll take you'll a see when it. you come down, yeah. See how it is. I don't want, I hate having to put a third coat on, but anyway, whatever. So, um, yeah, anyways, it looks, I think it's going to look a lot better, you know? It looks really good. And then though. I did that. Oh, okay, good. So I did that. Um, so I had on the Rush Rock Falls, I did that. I did that road and I did, and that turned out okay up there. On the uh, with the black uh, blacktop, the the asphalt from AK Interactive. Yeah. And then I took it down there along the harbor on that one part. It was a dirt road, and I just kind of applied it over top of that. Well, that was dumb. Hmm. Is that where it looks like all jacked up? The road looks like poop. Yeah, that's gonna get scraped off. We're gonna scrape that crap off, and I'm gonna redo it. We're gonna make that whole road concrete all the way up through there, and uh, I'm gonna redo that so it looks nice. So that's where we're at on that. But I had a lot of fun with that water part. The harbor part itself with the water coming out from the rivers is looking sharp. Um, did some restructuring of the uh, the landscape uh, above that. I mean, towards the city. Um, yeah, I mean, we're getting there. It, it start. We did trees, trees with your mom. We did a ton of trees. Eighty-seven of those. Um, what are they? Super trees? What the hell are those things? Super trees. Yeah, super trees from uh, um, Scenic yeah. Express. Scenic Express. Jeez, I've been out of it so long, I forget what these companies' <laughs> names are. So, um, yeah, we did those. They've been sitting in a box down there. We've had that box of super trees. We haven't done squat with it. So uh, I, I brought her down and gave her a job, and she did a hell of a job. Well, they're all done nice. now. They're hanging. They're all done. We did every damn tree. We broke them. We can make some smaller ones out of the ones that we she have, made. We'll have to because um, to scale, the, some yeah, of those would be like big. giant really redwoods. Well, that's fine. They're done. We can break them apart, put yeah. them in where we want them. Yeah. And we have lots of them. So I'm happy with that. Um, that part's done. So we got trees ready to rock and put in, the, put in there. It's time to start landscaping, and that's kind of what we're doing now. And uh, Brett, Brett's doing a hell of a job with that at his end. Uh, with that lower harbor, so I mean, it's coming, it's coming yep. together slowly, but it's coming yeah. together. I got buildings. What do you got going on with that? Oh my! Well, I <sighs> where do I start? Well, I have the um, I've been doing a couple of kid of the months from Foscale models, right, right. But I've also been doing um, I've been doing the. I've been, well, I've been opening and closing. That's about how far I've gotten with the box. <laughs> you, know, you ever do that? You ever yeah. open a kit up and you're like, I need to start this. And then you pull the pieces out and then you look at it and you're like, ah, I'm not ready. And then you put it back. <laughs> and then you open it up again and you're like, ah. Or you get another one you go, you start another one before you do that one. Yeah. You know? And you had it you open. Know, and, one more, one more. You had it open and laid out and ready to go. And you're like, nope, I need to do this other one first. Right, right. So yeah. the one I want to do next is the uh, Wiley and Sun Paper Mill from CCK. Yes, yes. From Carolina Craftsman Kits. Cool. Um, I'm going to put that yeah, one. Yeah, we're long overdue on that one. Yeah, well, and it's a, it's a behemoth, so I had to figure out where to put it. It is. You know? Yeah. But I have a spot for it, and the one part of the kit is a is a 
basically a background kit. Mm-hmm. But I have the I have the matching lumber for the other side, so I'm gonna I'm gonna make it a, a full size kit basically. Oh, cool. Um, I'm going to well, that that building will not be a background building. The it's like the no. the middle section that connects the the two full buildings. Right. I'm gonna duplicate those back walls and uh, and make it a the whole way around. But I'm not gonna do it in the same layout that is on the box because it won't fit um it won't fit where I want to put it. So what I'm going to do is actually put half of it uphill and half of it I'm going to do it like I did the uh the terminal kit. Okay. Where I'm going to build it on the side of a hill. So all right. three buildings will be on different levels. Oh. Oh cool. So it'll look good. I think it'll be it'll be fun kit. Uh yeah. That's going to be my next one. The other one I wanted to dig into was the... Where is it here? Hang on. Well, you built that big Skyrise plastic building. What's that? I'll wait till you get back. No, I'm here. I'm here. Yeah. The well, other one you I built that big the, plastic uh, building up top, the big one. Yeah. Well, yeah, I finished that, that. That's been since then, and that, that was huge. That was, uh, what, the Ashmore? Ashmore Hotel, but I'm not done with it. i got to put some awnings and stuff on it. But that stuff, right. that but stuff still, will take... It's still badass. It's huge. It looks good. It's everything we thought it was going to be on top uh, for big buildings on the top center part of our city. Well, it's like... Where we'll be able to use it for, yeah, uh, it's like 360. The, it's like the focal point in the center of the, of the city. Right. Right. So, and I have that... That uh, the other one I did that made it into the radio mm-hmm. station, right? And I got one just I got actually I got two of them here that I got to put together. And it'll be big and it'll fit up there as well. You know so. what that reminds me of now that I'm looking at it? Mm-hmm. You ever drive up 81 North and you're coming into like Wilkesbury Scranton? Yeah. And, and there's a bunch of building. Wilkesbury and Scranton are kind of like built on a hill. Uh huh. And uh, in the like, kind of in the you come out for the mountain there off eighty one, and then you're just right. like in town. But mm-hmm. when you're coming into town there, <clears throat> there's a it's a it's a bunch of smaller buildings and that lead up into the center of the of Scranton. Yeah. And right in the center of Scranton, there's a couple tall buildings that just stand out. That's yeah, kind of what one is the uh, it's it's a the Scranton that Scranton Hotel right a big hotel there in Scranton. I stayed there with your mom. I thought that would be a fun weekend. Woo. And, well, uh, you know, they filmed the office there. But Well, they did, but I'm talking about that hotel. The hotel well, they didn't film it there. That's where it was Scranton set. train station. Right. That big, tall hotel was actually, especially the lower portion of it, was the, the, Scranton, was the Scranton train station, part of the Pennsylvania Railroad train station. Right. And it's gorgeous inside. Yeah. Really nice. But, yeah. But that's kind of how this this building looks. That's, you, what, that's probably what you're seeing when you go in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's kind of what this building this building reminds me of. Is is right. We have we'll have, we'll have like three or four large buildings in the center of town, and yeah. and and they don't really fit the rest of the city. But what it would to me mean is, it's like the beginning of that. You know, in this time period in the '40s. It would be the beginning of that town, the smaller coastal town, starting to get some bigger commercial buildings. You know what I mean? Right. So, 
you know, it, in that in that boom of a lot of, you know, medium to large sized towns in the early 20th century, when it became commercialized and these these bigger uh, companies and bigger bigger uh, mm-hmm. bigger buildings started to be constructed, it would it kind of reminds me of that where they don't really fit in, but mm-hmm. when you look at well, there's a couple other towns in Pennsylvania that are like that where you know they're they're uh, the the outskirts of the city of downtown get small quick yeah but the center part of town is just you know there's there's four or five larger i see that in new buildings. york state too yeah new york state looks like in, that the other week the other about a month yeah, ago i'm not talking about city i mean like down in the state know. yeah but it, like ohio was like that right. the other the other month i went to ohio last month um mm-hmm. And we were uh, in Cuyahoga Falls, but I was in, we drove through Akron. And right. Akron's kind of like that. Akron was cool when we drove through because it's kind of like a, it's a small, like, uh, Rust Belt town. Yeah. And then there, you drive through it, and boom, like, out of nowhere, these, these monster buildings. And they yeah. have these cool yeah. signs. It's the Goodyear plant. Right. And there's these giant Goodyear signs on the side of the building. It was too cool. Way too. It was awesome cool, to see it, cool. but it's kind of like that where, you know, the industrial revolution from the World War kind of kicked in, and these big, big factories or these big commercial buildings started to become a part of town. Oh, okay. Anyways, that's it. I'm off that rant. No, it's good. Oh, that's what good else? Stuff. What else I had working on? So, um, a few other buildings. I want to start the 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 um, Riverbend Chapel from Foscale Models. Mm. It's the uh, it's a church, but it comes yeah, with a, it has a cemetery too. Right. So I want to find a place that's like kind of it'll have to go near the outside of the layout, probably up near the your wharf that you're working on. Um, Ooh, I got room up there, and I want it, it does it wouldn't fit downtown. Right, right. Because it, it needs a little bit of room for like the cemetery part. It needs some grass. But it'd be cool. I to, got some. I got a spot. It'd be cool so. to put that chapel there and like near the water, kind of you know on the out on the outside of the town. Yeah. You How know. about that back bend? That back oh bend yeah behind back where that switch is. Yeah, that'd be cool. Because it's kind of in a. It'd be, it'd be the, to me that kind of building would be something that was built. The city was built around it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's an older. It's an older building from town. Right. And uh, it might have probably at once been on the outskirts of the city, like on the way outside. And now the city has kind of consumed it, but it's still near like the outside of like the downtown part. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you you see that when you see that in our area where there's some like old church buildings that are, they have some land, they have some land that they haven't been built on yet and they're kind of stuck in the middle like the middle of like where it's starting to be developed now. Yeah. So that's where I want to put, I want to put Riverbend Riverbend Chapel there. Cool. So what else have I been doing? Um, before I get into my big one, I was 3d printing, uh, fired up the 3d printer and I was printing some, uh, what do you call them? Like row home fronts. Yeah. And they look cool. I print, I have three now. Oh, good. So, uh, I printed, the first one, eh, it needs a little bit of cleaning up, but I, I put the supports in in the wrong place. Um, so mm-hmm. for anyone that is not familiar with 3D printing, 
you have to put supports in or else your print will fail and it'll look like a, a it'll be a it'll be a mess it'll be a glob yeah and the first one i printed it turned out good but where i put the supports made it a mess to clean right. up and it kind of made yeah. the front a little messy but i mean nothing that a zacto knife and some sandpaper won't take care of right um the other two that i printed have now um I put the supports in different spots and, and I, I clean the first one and it looks fantastic. So I'm going to put a row facing your wharf we, is where we decided of um, okay. old row home style facing the waterfront. Right, yeah. It's going to look good there. It's kind of like when you go down to uh, Annapolis. Yeah. And you see this old like... Homes right down around the old row home style, yeah, and they and they're right yeah. they're, there's like an old sidewalk in front of them, and they just butt up right against the waterfront. Yeah, or any eastern seaboard like small town, they got those like yeah, it'll look really nice. Yeah, so I'm gonna put them there, um, and and I'm not gonna weather them very hard because I want that to be like the nicer row, like a nicer sack, like a nicer um, right, a nicer right. row home style. So they'll be they'll be cleaner looking. There'll be people that have some respectable homes, you know, um, mm-hmm. and they and they take care of them because they're right on the right on the waterfront. It's like a nicer section of town. Yeah. Ironically, though, they back up against the bars where the where the bars are all the bar district. Oh, is that right? Yeah, if you think yeah, about yeah, it, I guess they would. Yeah. Right behind them is Rankin's Steakhouse, and then yep. the um, the one Bar Mills kit that I did that Irish Tavern. And then uh, there's like five bars right behind these what are going to be nice row homes. So kind of in cool. the kind of in the swanky district where there's like some night some nightlife. They're gonna look good, man. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah, and we got that big old fat lady that we painted that Olga that was in front of the old Olga, yeah. Olga's. We moved Olga's. Mm-hmm. And that old lady's right. still stuck to the sidewalk, so she's just gonna be in front of the old road homes now. <laughs> I think we can salvage her somehow. <laughs> I'm gonna keep her there. But okay, she's a tenant there. <laughs> Anyways, so um, the big thing that I've been working on is my yeah. military diorama. Right. So uh, that's been a fun project too, and you can chime in on that too about your, you know, what what you do with well, your. With, I've been done with mine. Oh, I know, but kind of the experience of working in a different scale. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Is is pretty. You gotta awesome. love that part. Oh my god, it's amazing. So like, it is truly a lot of fun to do that. Creating it really is. creating a pile of rubble in a yeah. larger scale is so easy because like you can't mess it up. No, no. It's um. So I'll tell you what I'm doing while we're while yeah. we're talking. Go ahead. Because it's all right. So I um I I bought a building. Okay. Walder's Water Street Building, because I love the design of it. It's a plastic building. How about that? Plastic building. Since we've been going, we've been working some plastic buildings, because we need brick buildings on our layout, flat out. You know, everything's been wood, clapboard, wood structure crap. It's not crap, but I mean, you know, it's clapboard, wood structures. And now we kind of need to just kind of get off of that and... And get on to, I mean, it's okay. I still got more of those to make, but we need to fill in some brick. I mean, the whole town can't be made of wood, flat, flat out, right? So mm-hmm. what I'm doing now is I'm building this Walters 
Walter's Water Street Building. Okay, I got it. There's two versions. This is the most goofy ass shit ever. Okay, so there's two there's two buildings that are identical. There's the Water Street Walter's Water Street Building, which I bought. And the exact same building is also Argosy's bookshop. Okay, it's the exact same thing made by the same company, the exact same model, and it has the exact same pieces, except they're in different colors, molded plastic colors, which is fine because I'm repainting it anyways, right? Yeah. So I love the design and the color scheme. Of the Argassy bookstore. It's, it's almost like it's like a brownstone color on their pictures and everything in the boxes. I wanted to kind of go with something similar to that. And I varied it a little bit. Um, but I bought the Water Street building because it has, it's a corner type bank type building. You know, it looks like a bank. And um, I, I bought it. It's, it's actually Walder's. It says Walder's Model Train Shop mm-hmm. on the signs that go on it, which I'm not going to be putting on there. That's that's not happening. That's the dumbest thing. But um, it's it's not a model train shop. It looks like a bank. Yeah. But it won't. I don't know what I'm going to make it yet at this <clears throat> point. But so as I was making this building, I'm thinking to myself, um, I want well, painting it the same color as the. Um, Argosy Bookshop, more or less. Okay. Uh, because I saw that they had both of them in the store, and I held them up side by side. They're exactly alike. One was a like two dollars more than the other one, and me being the cheapskate that I am, <laughs> decided, okay, you know what? I'm gonna just, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy the cheaper one of the two, save two bucks, because I'm gonna repaint every wall anyways, because I do not want this thing to look like plastic. And uh, I'm going to, um, uh, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna paint it the color of the one I like, you know. Yeah. So, which is what I did. So now I got it all done. I painted every single part. I assembled it. I showed you the photos. Yeah, they look. It looks uh, awesome. It, it, it turned out real good. And um, but I'm looking at the brick, right? Well, the brick just brown brick because I painted it brown brick. Right. But now. Here's the thing with plastic bricks. Getting, I wanted to put some mortar lines in it. Well, guess what? Is the more are the yeah. lines really shallow? Yeah, yeah. It, it's starting. It, I put I put I put mortar lines in it with. I was using um, washable temper paint in white. Okay, to fill in and I thinned it, made it real thin, wash and went over it, and it dried into the mortar lines, but. It's it looks like poop. It looks like poop. So now I'm going over every bit of that mortar and removing it from the model with a spun with a uh, a, um, a grout sponge piece that I have soaked okay. in water. Yeah. And I'm re- and I'm and I'm removing it all. It looks like it looks like Jack. It, it looks like <laughs> it looks like shit. Looks like shit. You know. Um, hey, you know what? So, Sometimes you I'm, get a turn. Because I think I. Uh, well, no, the no, building. Not, is no, no, I didn't nice mean the building. Done. I didn't mean the building. But sometimes, yeah, you sometimes you just you, you just you don't lay an egg, you lay a turd. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, oh, you know what? This thing was looking awesome. And then I put this on, and I just made it look like total shit. And uh, so now I'm removing it. The nice and, thing about uh, plastic kits is they don't absorb right, paint. Right, right. 
or stain. I can remove this. It's just coming off rather easy right now. Right. I might have to do two coats of it because I put a lot of this stuff on. But, but um, and then I'll just you know you can wash it off. And if you don't want to like it, guess what? Paint it. Yeah. So, so I'm I'm kind of enjoying the plastic model thing for a little bit. You know, it's not going to be a regular thing. I mean, I like I I much rather build. I'd much rather build the Craftsman kits, but I'm kind of having fun with these um, right now. And we got to have some. And I'm not knocking. I know there's going to be people out there going, ah, but you can get laser cut brick. Right? You should just, just order the stuff that's laser cut brick. And we got some of them laser cut brick things, okay? And I know there's companies that make out the laser cut brick or they have the, there's, um, um, was that the uh, um, plaster uh, hydrocal brick? Right. Okay. And I've already got people going. Hey, well, why don't you try? If you like that, why don't you try the uh, the Art Deco? And I have. Okay. I built them. So have you. And they turned I out have. good. I have. We have. We have some on our layout. Okay. But um, the thing is with the plastics, there's so many of them out there. There's some really cool ass designs, you know, and not, no offense to the the Craftsman kit brick era, okay, but there's not a lot of there's not there's not too many of them. No. There's like three or four companies that are making them. One of my there's favorites like company, was the like four one, companies that are making them. One of my favorites not, that I did yeah. was the Blue Sl- Blue Slipper Tavern. Right, right. Exactly. It turned out beautiful. They're beautiful ones. Um, you know what is you know, beautiful yeah. about them when they do when they pull them off well. What is how the how deep the brick texture is. Yeah, oh, and yeah, it yeah. and it and it allows you to do that mortar without the problem like you had earlier. It's 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 it, you can't duplicate that with this plastic. Right. You can't. However, there's not that many designs. Right. Like so, for each one of those companies, they don't have like. You know, with the plastic, I got like a, there's a hundred or so different designs I could choose from to make, you know, a, you know, um, a masonry wall. Right. And uh, I don't get that option with the, the Craftsman laser cut. Not yet. Maybe it'll grow. But right now, these companies only offer a very slim selection. Not all those designs fit what we're trying to do. Right. You know? But I assure you, some of them are too modern, something. right? And not only that, there's just some of them don't fit what we need. You know, they might not be too modern, but they might be. You know, I don't know. Just uh, so for now, um, I'm happy with. Uh, I'm happy with just leaving it the brick, and I, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to dust it, and because uh, it's brown brick, it's brown mm, brick, and yeah. if you put white mortar on it. It looks it looks like butt, so I'm gonna. <laughs> it, we're just gonna change it, and uh, I'm, I'm taking the mortar off, and I'm just gonna. I'll, I'll use some chalks on it, and weather it up like that mm-hmm. with some chalks, you know, uh, some darker chalks. Just give it some uh, different shades and depth. But right now, I I, I don't want to. I don't want to leave this mortar on. I want to take it off because, it, like I said, I don't want to. I don't want to ruin it. It's a it's a damn cool design, and I don't want to I don't want a jackass looking building with all the one the good. That's the thing. 
it, I don't want to make our good craftsmanship buildings look like look like a you know a dirty dick because we have a because I put this more pla- this mortar on plastic and it doesn't work. Right. So I can't put them together. It's got to be it's got to be it's got to look nice. You know, I don't want it to detract from the other work we've done. So it's it's a it's a fine line. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. I'm enjoying doing them, and so I can't wait to get this one done. It's all it's all but painted. All I gotta do is 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 build it. And then I got another one. I got that one of those um, Merchants Row Five. It also has a quarter building on it, but together with this one, it's gonna take up a you know a nice block. With How many a quarter Merchants Rows did they make? I don't know. There's five for sure. I mean, it's <laughs> Merchants Row Five. I don't know how many they make. I mean, There's at least five. Plastic stuff. Right, right. Let me so, look it up. There's at least six, because I just found a Merchant's Row 6. Right. Let's see if there's a seven. Nope. Looks like six is it. Okay. Okay. Still, well, I know they need, pumped a bunch out. We don't have that many. Room, we don't have that much room for them. We. I want to buy all these brick buildings like this uh, and mortar buildings, uh, or you know, concrete type buildings. I want to buy the the smaller buildings. You know, the, right. I don't need too many. We don't need too many of them. I need them smaller so that way we can we can put them to get put them in different spots. You know, I don't want to. I don't want a whole row of them lined up all over the place. Right. Because then it looks like everybody else's buildings. I want to put them in at different angles and yeah. maybe cut some of this plastic into different, you know, different sides. That's one of my um, favorite so things we'll is is modifying those Walders kits or or DPM yeah. kits. Yeah. Um, to where they don't look like the DPM or Walders kits. Right. Right. I um, I did that with one of the DPM kits, and I don't know which kit it was, but I I I remember I glued it to the side of the radio station. Uh huh. Um. And now it's like a weird triangle building. And it doesn't look like anything that you could buy at all. No. So that's like one of my favorite things to do with those, with those types of kits. Right. But so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's all, it's all good. Yeah. It's a, I'm having fun with it and it's something new. So let me tell you how I painted them. Remember we, because you're going to soon get into talking about the military modeling, right? Okay. But I did the military model with the tank and a tank and a diorama from Fosco Models, and I loved it. I so much loved it. I may do the third one. You're you're doing the second one. I'm gonna, I may eventually get the third one and do that one. However, or do another military model of some kind. But I think we're going to do the complete set of them between the two of us. Anyhow, um, when I did it, I talked on the show back when I was doing that. I used the Tamiya paint, okay? Mm-hmm. And I bought a whole mess of different Tamiya paint. I gave you some to use for yours that you're working with. But I went out and got some more. Yeah. Other colors, like browns and grays and things like that. You could use earth tones and um, greens that are that are not necessarily military green. Like this one here is olive green. It's not drab olive it's not flat you know they're all flat but i bought all flat paints i bought um a medium blue which is kind of like a colonial blue and um a bunch of other 
colors that I can use on my plastic models because, you know, when you use the other paints, I tried using acrylic craft paint on these models. And I put the primer on. I put primer on, and I tried to paint with acrylic craft paint. And I'm putting layer after layer after layer on, and it doesn't look smooth. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not drying smooth. Right. It's leaving brush. It leaves brush marks, and then you got to do another coat and another coat until you don't have any brush marks. And each time you do that, it makes you're it look taking thick away. And chunky. Right, and I'm taking away you know, mortar lines and everything else. So, what I did instead. Was I used this? I decided I was going to use this. Uh, I, I took all that paint off of the wall the first time, and on one wall, I tried it on one wall first. You know, just right. to see what the craft paint would do. You got to experiment this a little. My, bit. This is my first foray into the into the plastic world since I I used to do them way back in the day before you were born, and I used the you know the railroad colors to before. The, yeah. You know, those those they're now like did, but they were collectors they were lacquer based. right right and um but they went on relatively smooth if you wanted to, if you didn't want to airbrush why don't airbrush but <gasps> you don't airbrush paint. not yet no. it's 2021 no, dad cool. get with it <laughs> but <laughs> i started i started using these uh to me a paints and they go on smooth there's no brush marks they 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 smell like they smell horrible. They but smell like... They got a weird smell to me. You notice that? To me, it paints... Let me open one up. Do I not like Do smell. Not smell. They have an odd smell. And I, okay, I this smell is a it, safety warning for everybody listening. Do not directly yeah, smell. There's something odd about that. I don't know what the hell's in them. It smells like it's, it's got it's, alcohol. Like a rubbing plastic. alcohol. It's like a melted plastic. plastic. Yeah. Like it's probably. Yeah, I probably just took two years off my life just now smelling that. Probably did. But, you know, I've been painting it, and I'll go to work the next day, and I'm sitting there in my office. And I'm, you know how you get, like, the odors that go up inside your nostril? And they're and stuck? stuck like, yeah. Yeah, it's, like, stuck in there. And you smell it for a day or two. And, and you're like, is it on me? Like, Do, am I walking around smelling like this? Yeah, I'm drinking a cup of coffee. I was like, that's not coffee I'm smelling. Yeah, coffee. and you, like, is taste it, it on your I'm coffee? I'm sniffing my coffee. <laughs> I'm sniffing my coffee. I'm, like, sm I had, like, a muffin or an English did muffin I, or something did I on get my desk. and. You know what? You know what it's else? Not that. You know what else does that? Oh my god! It's that, it's that paint. It's stuck in my nose. You know what else does what? that for me? If I get what? a little tiny bit of 3D printer um, uh, resin yeah. on my hand, oh my god! Mm -hmm. Everything I eat, smell, whatever for the next day, I can smell that damn resin. <laughs> That's what this is. I smell this. It just—it's like it gets up in your. What do they call that? Like the pores inside your nose, and it's just there. And it eventually goes away. <laughs> it gets you know, stuck but in you your sinuses. You smell it all the time. It's not all the time. It's like a certain way you breathe, and all the next thing you know, you're going, "Hey, you know." And I'll be like somewhere else in the office in in the building, you know. And it might be an hour or two. And later, then you're smelling like, to me of paints. There it is. There it is. There it is again. <laughs> I just smell it again. Where, why did it come back? You know. Right. And uh, yeah, it's weird. Um, but. I love it. I love how it lays on the on the plastic. I love how it 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 it, it dries quick. And um, not only does it dry quick, but I don't have to. Well, in some cases, I don't have to put two coats on. One I have, simple coat. I have and rare, it looks like it's airbrushed. Right? I have rarely had to retouch anything I did with Tamiya paint. Nope. I love it. I love Tamiya paint. You know what's even better? You know what's even better? It's not expensive. 
What? No, it's it's not. It does. It won't bankrupt like you. Two fifty for one of those little jars. You know what's you even know? better than the Tamiya paint on paint? What is the Tamiya spray paint? Mm, it, yeah, it goes on smooth. What'd you go I in like it. at first? No, because I only ever use it on the tanks. So I well, can't really say. Okay, well, from my one time experiencing it with the tank, yeah. holy cow! So there's two things about that. Tamiya, no runs. There's there now. There's three things about the Tamiya paint. In the spray can that I will love. Yeah. Number one, it goes on like smooth, like warm uh, butter, right? It does. Number two, holy cow, does that little tiny can have a shitload of paint in it? When I when I first when I first when I first bought it, I'm like, this thing's gonna last for like half of my tank. And then I'm going to have to come out here and buy another 6 or $7 can of spray paint. Yeah. Well, no. I still have enough to do probably a whole other tank. <laughs> it's That stuff, they pack some paint in there. You know what? Yeah, you do. Rust-Oleum and Krylon need to take a, a lesson from, from Tamiya. Yeah. For the size of the can. Did your can clog? No. It didn't nope. clog. It, it went on nope. smooth. There were no runs. Yeah. And, and you know what? The, the third thing, I just said that, the, and you said it earlier, Unlike um, trusting a wet fart, there were no runs in that paint. (laughs) (laughs) You know, sometimes you eat some spicy food, you can't trust your farts. But you know what you can trust? To me, is paint. Yep. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna start stocking up on Tamiya color uh, acrylic paints and getting rid of some of the these big heavy bottles of. I mean, I'm gonna keep some of the craft paints because I need them for the wood, okay, for doing well, wood buildings. Yeah, and, and, and you know the what, craftsman I'm... kits. I don't know if I want to use to me a paint on the wood craftsman kits. No, but on plastic, I'm, I'm gonna get a collection of this, and then I'm gonna go through the craftsman kit stuff, and I'm getting rid of the stupid purples and plums and all the stupid ass colors I bought because they were on sale. Oh, that's great! I got a sale. You can buy three for three for a dollar, and you're buying all the stupid ass colors. That you'll never use. Right. I did and then just, they take up all the room. I did just buy some new... Oh, t- talking about acrylic paints, Dad. I went to Michael's. Mm-hmm. And I got a new paint haul. You ready? We're, we are all over the yeah. place with tonight's episode. I don't care. That's, we haven't done this in a while. I got a 16-ounce uh, Art Minds cocoon, which is a necessity. It's a necessity. Yes, I have a bottle here, by the way. So we <laughs> now we have, we're never going to run Now out. we have 50 ounces of cocoon paint. <laughs> Um, yeah, this is an eight. I have an eight ounce. All right, this is a sixteen ounce. Sixteen ounce can. So okay. And and I and oh, I, all right. Before I get into my my paints, I bought. Here's a water yeah. a water tip for everybody. So in the past, we've really talked. We've used Liquitex um, gel mm-hmm. gloss medium. Yes. And you can use that, or you can interchange it with the uh, Mod Podge gel gloss. Right. And it's got to be gloss. Don't buy matte. I right. made that mistake once, and I have a matte container, and I started making waves, and I realized once it dried that my waves <laughs> were flat, but um, or I, they I were foggy. Matte, I do have matte um, as well, the but matte, here's the thing with the matte. It has a purpose. What? Well, if you want to – if you want, if it almost works, and you can put it on things kind of like you do with um, uh, doll coat. Oh, yeah, but yeah, you yeah. Use, you use this and you put it on real thin. You may have to thin it out a little bit. Right. But, um, but yeah. Okay. So, yeah. anyways, here's my tip though Michaels started putting out their own 
brand of gel gloss medium. So you're not paying that, and it's half the price. Text. It's half the price. Yeah. Right. So you can get the uh, what? That's good to know. It? What size is it? Uh, an eight ounce container of Liquitex. Yeah. Is like sixteen ninety nine. Something like that. Oh, I think it is because that's what I bought the last time. Oh, okay. You know, you're looking at seventeen dollars for some Liquitex. Right. And don't get me wrong, the Liquitex gel gloss medium works awesome good for stuff. waves. It yeah. works great, and yeah. it's cheaper than the Hobby Waves. Mm-hmm. Or Hobby Water right. by volume, but the Michaels brand was like nine ninety nine for an eight ounce can. Right, and I'm guaranteeing Michaels is using the same. They probably buy it from Liquitex and put the Michaels label they on. Probably it. do. But anyways, um, just a hint: if anyone's looking there to do some water, the M- Michaels is starting to put out their own brand, and I I forget what it's called. Um, it's not Art Minds. It's like the Mike. It's not called Michael's Gel Gloss Medium, but you'll see it right, right. beside the Liquitex, and it's a it's an off brand, and it's like it's like sixty percent of the Liquitex cost. That's, so, a, that's insane. I haven't tested it yet. I have not. I, I'm sure it works just as good. But when I saw it, I was like, Oh, oh my yeah. god! If I didn't have a whole, um, if I didn't have a, enough Liquitex, if I didn't have enough Liquitex to have own stock in the company, I would have probably bought some. <laughs> but you know, I'm already invested in this Liquitex. I got to use it up. But I'd be interested if anyone's out there working on water and picks it up. Um, I'd be interested to see how right. it works for them. But let me right. get into my paint haul. I got some new craft paint. Okay. This one's not very exciting. I just got some Craftsmart white. If you're going to buy black or white, you just got to go with the Craftsmart brand. It's the cheapest. Yeah. That's what it's, I use the white. It's uh, white Craftsmart. paint. I got don't pay. Don't get the yeah. $1.80 version. Yeah. Just go get the the $0.79 cent version for Craftsmart. It's white paint. Well, I bought. I buy my white in a, in the a 8-ounce. I do buy the big ounce. ones, too. But but it is nice to have. Yeah. So I have above me, I have the big Nicole brand. The, Nicole's. Right in black and, yeah. and white but it's also nice to have the little bottle every now and then if you just want to do a little squirt and you right. just want to look like mix a little bit just to lighten up yeah. a shade you don't have to get the big bottle out and dip your brush in and dirty a brush or pour a whole bunch more out than you need the right. small bottle is nice to control when you're mixing well, i use a small bottle and i use the big bottle to fill the small bottle i know it but, but it's nice to have the small bottle of white if you're just mixing oh yeah yeah because you can control that squirt you know you go yeah, a little sure. squirt squirt and you're good to go but um, anyways, that one, that right. one, what's that? How how was that again? A little squirt squirt. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, here's my colors that I'm really excited about. Not this other one. This one's just another Craftsmart dark gray. You gotta have dark gray. It's an essential. Okay. All right, here we go. I got slate gray from Deco Art. Right. And it is a bluish it's not blue it's got a warmer a, a cooler not warmer it's got a cooler uh-huh. uh bluish gray tone to it yeah i'm going to use that one on a new um a new building we got which is actually let me grab it real quick it is from the kid of the month club from Voscale models it is the uh pitkin rope and net company oh uh it's a little dock building by the way, if you need some if you need some kid of the month kits, Dad, um, you got some. We got a couple. We got to build. And thanks, shout out to Doug. Um, we are he is doing some awesome kid of the months, and oh, yeah. um, I, I I apologize, Doug. We I have not <laughs> I have not been building them to the uh, the the I've not been pumping them out as fast as I was, 
but um, you know, life and work was a nightmare this past summer. Mm-hmm. So we're good to go now. We're gonna be building that. Anyways, I'm gonna build that one, and I'm gonna paint it this slate gray because it's really dark. It's not yeah. as dark as the one you just did with the um, the furniture. Oh, well, I did that. Yeah, it's not. A, it's not. Well, it was supposed to be Fenwick funnels from CCK. Now it's Fetterman's I furniture. Made it, I made it Fetterman's furniture. Where'd you come up with the name? And, well, it, I have some friends <laughs> that I went to high school with. Oh, okay. And um, we have a little uh, text group that we all text together. There's about eight of us. And um, what I, I made one for Dewey, my one friend. And now I made making one for one, my one. Dewey's uh, one of the girls that's in the group. Was, I named them after different people in our the Dewey, was the And their Dewey, last name was Fetterman. Was the Dewey one the, the boat and sail shop? Or boat and sail? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was good. That was a so cool I, little building. I, I, so everybody in that group, I'm, I decided I'm going to name one after them, either their first or last name. So uh, that was the second one. But, so, well, yeah. I, actually, it's ironic that you brought that up. Hmm? Because this Kid of the Month one that I'm going to do, the the one I just talked about, I'm going to do um, one for... He's like my closest friends from school, so when yeah, I grew it's up. It's cool because yeah. you're kind of, yeah. you know, they, 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 I'm sure they... They think it's pictures. awesome. Yeah, yeah. But the the newest one that I just got from the Kid of the Month Club, and if you guys are interested in getting that, you can head on over to FoxScaleModels.com and sign up for the Kid of the Month Club. It is a uh, I'm not we don't we're not paid by Doug to say this, but um, so you seriously do get some really kick ass buildings from that. So like yeah, you every month the buildings that come out are just awesome. And we still got a, yeah. we have another diner to build from him yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> our city's gonna have like got, six diners. Dude, I got a lot. I got a saw that was gorge sitting up here. I know. Anyways, all right. And let me let me and try some to, other stuff. I got other kids gonna, sitting up here. So. I'm gonna try to rein this back in. Yeah, I'm gonna bring us back in. Uh, the the kit that I was doing, I'm actually um gonna name that one after. It's funny that you brought up that you kind of talk about your friends. You talked mm-hmm. about your friends and you put their names on it. Uh, we have one for Chuck's Meats, remember? We did one for your right, dad. Yeah. But we never really right. did anything for um, Pap Knots. No. So I'm going to make this one because it's a seaside kind of structure. It's a dock. I'm going to turn it into um, a knots fishing kind of thing. Um, I don't okay. really know what kind of business it's going to be, but it's going to be um, – my grandfather's name was, was – he's he passed away in 2007. Was it 17 or 18? 17. 17. Um, Don Knotts. So uh, my grandfather was Don Knotts, not the guy that played Mr. Limpet on the uh, <laughs> on the show. <laughs> but same name, spelled exactly the same. And he was a big fish. He loved fishing. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm going to turn this into a little fishing dock for, for him. Um, right. And just kind of, you know, we've done it with my daughters. We've done it with mom. We yeah. did it with pap. And uh, I'm gonna do this yeah. one for Pap Knots. So right. um, and, and it's gonna be a little fishing thing, just to kind of. It's cool. It's it's fun to do that with people that are close to you or friends or or things like that. Or you know, we did um, the Desantis vinegar. We changed that from yeah. Sassin vinegar to Desantis because we got a kit from. You know, we were fortunate yeah. enough to get a kit from his collection, and right. uh, and we turned it into Desantis vinegar works. And I uh, personally, yeah. I don't think I ever met him in person. But you know he's all over Facebook. No, he's, he's on Facebook all he's the time. All I, over I the modeling. He's a great guy. He's all over the modeling communities, and 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 yep. it was kind of cool to just have 
He's a hell of a modeler too. It's, so it's, it's cool to do this though, Dad, and and do it that way, and yeah. have little pieces and little stories of give your, give back to people, you know. Well, and 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 you're yeah, you're giving back to them, but like it's not theirs. But in ten years or fifteen years, their name's still in this building, and you kind of memorialize them a little bit, and uh, whether they're still with us or they're not, like my grandfather, they uh, you know they. It gets it, it just personalizes your your layout a little bit, and it's fun to do. And I know sure. a lot of other modelers that are listening to this, especially ones in our overtime group, have done the same with their parents or uh, grandfathers or whoever who who are no longer with us. Anyways, I'm trying to clean the keyboard on my. I, laptop. I didn't know what I thought you were hissing at me. No, it's it's, <laughs> it's that spray can. I don't know what your mom does on the keyboard, but it looks like a pigeon shit all over. <laughs> oh, anyways, um. So let me bring it back into the paints. I got two more paints Good to talk Lord. about. Yeah, I've had this one before, but I ran out of it, and it's probably one of my favorite colors to work with. Wait, right. you, you ready for it? Yeah, Spanish olive. Oh yeah. We don't have enough. That sounds what? Like an exotic drink. You know, you sometimes you come home after a hard day of work, you put on a little bit of drink. You put on a little bit of smooth jazz, and you drink a Spanish olive. In your martini. And, you and, put a Spanish olive <laughs> in your martini. Yes. Yeah. A uh, little salt around. And do the cha-cha. Yeah, you do the cha-cha, and you, you do the cha-cha slides. You go down to your work <laughs> your workbench, and you do a little work. You loosen up with a Spanish martini, uh, a, a martini with a Spanish olive, and you get to work. Yeah. Um, anyways, olive-colored buildings are – we don't have – we have a few of them, but – I love olive, like that weird arm, not army green, but that olive green building color. I don't know what it is. I I don't, this is going to go off on a little tangent. So I'm going to give my other color real quick. Last color I got was sand gray and it's like a warm gray color from Americana paints. Um, Right. And I'm going to say right now, I'm going to put this on the record. Americana paints are cheaper than the folk art paints. Yes. And they are just as, I think they are the same paint. They are just as good. I think so too. They, they com- I think they're made by the same company. They're probably made both by Plaid. Um, yeah, I don't know what. Oh no, this is a deco sick. art. Deco art. It says deco art, but I don't know who makes it. Let's see. It, it doesn't say Plaid anywhere. But anyways, Americana art paints are a little bit cheaper. If you're looking to stock uh, up on your your acrylic paints, and I think they're just as thick, and they put down just as good of coverage as folk art paint. So well, Deco Arts made in Stanford, Connecticut, uh, Kentucky, and uh, Plaid is made, or the full full guard is made in Georgia, Norcross, Georgia. Well, so. I will say this right now: I've been buying more Americana paint than I have been folk art paint lately, because yeah, yeah. Um, the last three colors I named here were all Americana paint because I'm not. I I just think you know it's tw- it's only twenty cents cheaper, but I think if you're buying a handful of them, you save a buck or two yeah. on paint and it's a it, bottle and it, it comes out just as thick it has just as good a coverage sometimes sometimes craft smart's a little thin yeah. like apple barrel and, apple barrel and craft smart are a little thinner but i think apple barrel's a little thicker than craft smart craft smart's good for mixing yeah but anyways americana love the paint but let me get back on this olive rant I 
I don't know about you. Is there a is there a type of building that you is there a color of building that you look at when other either you're doing it or I'm doing it or other people are painting it where every time someone does it in that color you're just like, "Man, I am upset. If I could do my whole city in one color, I would do it in that color, but it would look really weird." Grays and whites. Really? To me it's grays. I love grays and white buildings. They're clean. I don't know why? They're clean. I guess that's it. I guess that's it. I love olive buildings. Not yeah. green. Like I'm looking at REA Freight. REA Freight's a cool building. It's green. It's green and red. It looks really cool. We don't mm-hmm. have any other green, like pure green buildings except REA Freight. Nah. But the way we did REA Freight, it's okay. But yeah, that's more I, of a that would the hell was what did I use for that? Was that Holly? It was Holly. Yeah, because we bought a bunch of it. Yeah, it was. I have some here. But I Holly love, Leaf was. I think. I, no, it wasn't. No, it was. It same, wasn't either one. What, it was it dark looks, pine. It looks like the same color you that you did Sanborn Coffee in. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, it was either yeah something like that. I am obsessed with olive buildings. When people do a building in that that off green olive color, uh huh. I, I don't know why. I don't know what it is. I just, I just I get like a hard on for all for olive buildings. <laughs> I don't know why. Not to be graphic. I don't mean to be graphic. I don't really do that. No. But um, I love yeah. green. I love that olive green color. It's so cool. Um, you can't overdo it. And I think no. You know what? Honestly, I think my obsession with it began when I believe that you had a building that you did mm-hmm. from your past life in a different layout. Pre me, pre Brett Wiley. Yeah. Was olive green. What the hell building was that? I don't know. I did a bunch of them. So. Anyways, I remember seeing one at Grandma's house that was olive green. Okay. And okay. I don't know. I was obsessed. I love I love olive green buildings. I don't know what it is. It just stuck with me. I want all those buildings back. Hey, we got two. You need yeah, to redo true. that one, by the way. The one you have. Which one? With the stone facade. I had that one. And the Magnuson? Is that a Magnuson? No, 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 yeah, no, 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 no. It's the one that she had in that old... Um, that old... Uh, um, desk thing that she had. Oh, that one. It's yeah, got stone and wood. That's the thing. If you I don't re- know where to put it. That's the thing. You... We're getting away from using this this country type. Yeah, buildings. but if you redo that building, and you yeah. rehab it, and you make it more, you could redo it, and yeah. and pull a uh a, a DIY. Uh, what do they call that show? What do they call that show with fixer uppers? If yeah. you pull a fixer upper yeah. style on that. Well, I probably could. And, I, you, I did. and you tear. I just apart. had so many projects, and that's I know. What, that's the cool thing about this. What we've been doing now since we didn't do the podcast regularly, we've been scattered we've on a bunch of projects. Do things. We've been able to do all kinds of stuff. I built that that freaking giant mill, and I put it on there this, just the other week, and we found a nice place for that for yeah. the uh, for yeah. that that um, Fetterman's furniture. And uh, I had a lot of fun the with way that. that but Fet- I- the way the Fetterman's one fits on the layout with that road coming yeah. down now. Yeah. I'll give everyone a little bit of a, of a preview. So we moved yeah. some buildings around. Surprise, we moved some stuff around. If you're uh, if you're uh, a longtime mm-hmm. listener, you'll know that we're not uh, – we, we move a lot of things around. But right. I think Fetterman's fits extremely well on that because Fetterman's furniture, which is the old Fenwick Funnels. Yeah. Has a um, 
a, like a what, what would you call that part of the building that goes it has like a walkway uh, yeah it has a walkway a breezeway over top into the other main building and in the city we sky, had a, a skywalk a skywalk yeah we had a, a road that came down and cut through the industrial area. Well, what we did was right. we moved some buildings around and we put the skywalk uh, over top of that road that came down. So right. now the building has a road that cuts right through the center of it. Right. And it's a it's an important road because it brings it back down in the front of the layout. So oh, yeah. that'll be a cool um, that'll be a cool thing to put some you know vehicles and details through. Right. Right. Sure. But um, but yeah. So. We got that going on. Uh, I'm going to move on from my olive paint obsession. And I want to talk about my... <laughs> I want The last thing I really want to talk about tonight is my military model. Yeah, you'll do it. Because I haven't talked about that, I don't think. I, I think I bought that after the last episode. Right. So, um, I'm building a military model. That's it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I am in love with this military model. So, basically, what I did was I bought it from the Diorama Blitz collection, which is on Foscale Models, or I think it's on DioramaBlitz.com too. If you want to check out what he has, right? I mean, um, yeah, you can find it on his. It's on both. Website, it's yeah. on both. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the name of the one I got? I don't even have the paper in front of me right now, but um, I got the. I can look it up as we're talking. I've been building it, and basically, it's a bombed-out building. Um, the I'm going to the website, so I'm, I'm trying to do both. Okay. Diorama Blitz. Uh, anyways, so I'm doing it as the kind of what I did was I watched uh, Fury and Saving Private Ryan, and I did I took yep. some screenshots of those movies. I bought the here. I found it. It's the Kino 135th scale diorama kit. Uh, oh no, that's the one you did. Uh, I did the. You did Kino. I did the Hoogstrat. I think that's how you pronounce it. Yeah, Hoogstrat. Yeah, Hoogstrat 135th scale diorama bullets kit. Um, and basically, when you're watching those movies, you see the. Um, you'll see the bombed out cities, you know, and right, right. You'll see how they went through town and bulldozed the debris away from the. They they bomb a city out. Whoever bombed a city out, they bulldoze the streets clean so that way that they can bring their armored tanks through or jeeps or personnel carriers whatever through whatever they need to get through the city and um i that's kind of what you did too but what i'm doing is i'm going to do a scene where the the infantrymen or the air what did i buy u.s paratroopers i bought a paratrooper set of figures yep and the paratroopers are the people who have been dropped behind the line during D-Day or any of those major campaigns and would be waiting for the guys that were on the beach and the 
armored divisions to come through to kind of give them support after those big invasions. Yeah. So going through these cities, clearing these cities that are bombed out, they would be using, going basically block to block, using these tanks as coverage. Yeah. So I am going to be painting, I have one tank guy I'm going to sit in the top on the, where the 50 cal is, on the top of the tank where the gun is. And then the rest right. are just the rest are just gonna be guys that are uh, using the tank as coverage be- between the bombed out building and the whatever's going on off the diorama, the other part of the scene. So they'll be looking around ahead of them, using the tank as coverage and the debris the the the, the, the debris pile that I made as coverage for uh, like they're clearing a like they're clearing out a couple blocks on the city. Yeah, and when you watch those old war movies, not old, they're not it that looks old. Cool. They're not that old, but when you watch like Saving Private Ryan or you watch Fury, there's guys that use those tanks as as coverage when they're when they're on foot. Oh yeah. So sure. um, that's that's kind of what I'm doing. Uh, the the way I made my debris pile was kind of cool. Um, uh, I used paper towels, and I think I told you about this basically. You did. Um, yeah. The the way that I did it was um, I took some paper towels, balled them up, and I used a, a pipette with white glue and water mix. Yeah. And piled up basically like paper mache my debris piles, but just yeah, paper that's towels. Smart. So you don't have to use as much. I didn't have to use as much material to heavy. make debris. Yeah, exactly. And I didn't waste a bunch of extra debris that you, you wouldn't see on the bottom of the pile because it's piled up. And because what I was thinking was, all right, we have a lot of you bought you and I bought a lot of stuff to make the dioramas, right? But it's not unlimited supply, and I don't want to no. spend fifty dollars to make a debris pile. So no. I, I was like, how am I going to pile it up and make it look convincing and lumpy, right? Without wasting a lot of material. So I, oh, I put it was down brilliant. my. It was a great idea. I, I wish wad, I'd have done it. I wadded up a bunch, bunch of paper towel. I used my white glue mix and I just kept forming it until I found yeah. until it looked like a random lump. Right. Um, and then before it dried, actually, uh, Dan Banks gave me the 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 tip to take some bricks and other items that I want like press them in. Yeah, and I press them in before it dried. Uh, that way, that's I made, a great idea. I didn't think about it until you just said about well, that. Well, I didn't yeah. think about it until Dan told me the one night to do it. And uh, and once I did it, I was like, man, this is cool. So I took like some crates. Yeah. I took crates and some scrap wood and some bricks, and I pressed them into the then wet paper mache paper towel mix that I made. Right. And then once it was dried, I kind of had a a footprint then to start piling my debris on. And I think that's great. It turned out awesome. I was happy. I it got did. That t- it looks neat. And I I put bricks in there. There's bottles. There's buckets. There's crates. Everything in there. And then the sta- yeah. the stairs that go up to the side of the diorama, I put um, because it wouldn't make sense if the stair if the bombed out building, and the, you know, the stairwell remained, but there wasn't debris on it. So right. I've, I've been I've been stacking like bricks and other debris on the stairs as well because it is a flat surface, and there would be through the bombing, there'd be debris that would just lay on the stairs because it's a flat surface. So sure. um, I did that. And uh, the other thing I did, which I didn't, wasn't in the instructions, and um, it, I didn't really see anyone doing this, but to me it didn't make sense that if I have a bombed out building, 
which even though it's a brick, there's still wood in the building. Right, sure. Like if you had a bombed out building, when you when you I don't know, I've never been in a building that got bombed, obviously. But uh <laughs> but there'd be fire. Or live to tell about it. There'd be fire. Yeah. There would be some burning. So what sure. I did was the floor, like the rafters that I put in, into mm-hmm. the preformed uh, wall. Right. Rather than just having them look broken, I took a lighter to them and I burnt a few of them on the ends. Charred them. I charred them. Yeah. Because I saw that they look good. Where there's a bomb hole, there'd probably be some fire. Right. <laughs> like probably, I don't know. I'm just guessing that a bomb would might might create some fire. Um, so I made some old burnt out, uh, lumber that was either falling in the, into the debris pile or that's still stuck in the side of the wall. Um, mm-hmm. and it looks pretty, I think it looks awesome. So yeah, it turned out great. Yeah. The only other thing I want to do yet on that with the debris is find, find a way to make a bunch of little glass shards. Without, yeah. I was thinking about how to do that too. When I was building without, mine. without using glass, you know what I mean? Yeah. The only thing I could think of was take a piece of acetate. No, oh, yeah, yeah. And put it in a my food processor. And not do or it. Just chop it up with a just chop it up with a knife. You don't need that much. I know, but if you put it in if you put a couple big pieces of acetate in your food in your food processor and you just like quickly like real quick and yeah. see how many like shards it made and then just dump them out. See what you got. Oh, you're talking about broken glass. Yeah, glass, like not like, like bottle glass. No, no, I'm talking about like my if building. Bottle glass you could do with a clear piece of a uh, 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 transparent green type of plastic sheeting oh, of no, some I'm type. Oh no, I'm talking about like real fine with the with the side of your exacto knife and the tiny little shards. No, and no, you stick them in. There. I'm talking about like my building has uh, oh. you know four or five windows in it. Yeah. Okay, and, I knew what you mean. And yeah, not a lot. I don't want a lot of glass, but where Just the like bo- some shards. Yeah, where a bomb, where a bomb would have went off, or a, a bomb was yeah. dropped, uh, you'd have glass broken. And, it's not all. Yeah, they're all gonna be tiny little and, itty bitty pieces. Right. Well, and yeah, you'd have some big chunks. It was World War Two. They didn't have like tempered glass. They broke in those tiny little tiny pieces like your windshield does. Yeah, and they don't cut you. It was it was yeah. old old you know blown well not blown glass. Oh, it'll cut you. Well, well, tempered glass. Oh, it you. Tempered glass? No, 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 no. I'll talk about the glass back no, then. No, that's what I meant. But, oh, but yeah. what I'm slicing half. But what? So I'm looking at this layout, and 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 the Diorama Blitz models are awesome because mine came. I don't know about yours, but mine came with the acetate for the windows. Cuts in it. But yeah. it was it was cut, so it looked like it was Already broken. Laser cut. Yep. Yeah, but when I got to working on it, I thought, well, if it's broken. And there's broken panes of glass. There'd be glass on the sidewalk uh-huh. from where it broke. Yeah, so you would think so. I want to get a couple pieces of acetate and just put them down on the sidewalk around the building. Not a lot, but just yeah. a few right. to make it look like there's those pieces that broke out of the windows that are broken from the cut acetate uh, fell on the ground. It, it only makes yeah. sense. It's logical that it would be there. Yeah. So, anyways, that's that's my next experiment. I'm gonna try. It might just be able to cut the pieces up with a with a razor blade. I can't tiny little pieces. I probably could, but but it'd be more fun to do it in the in the food processor. Let me just use my damn food processor. It might be fun to do it that way too. I, I already ruined it, and we're not going to be cutting any food <laughs> in it. So uh, 
I might as well try it. Yeah. yeah well, if, hell yeah. If it looks like poop, I'll just cut up some with by hand. So we covered a lot of stuff, man. Yeah, we did. We definitely did. A lot did. of things. Oh, oh, we were talking about that chalk uh, art mines yes. from from uh, Michaels. You can order that from Michaels, I believe. Art, it's art mines uh, chalk um, paint, and it has cocoon. Uh, Doug Fiscal uses it heavily, so do we. Um, but I was, it was weird because I got a, a buddy of mine at work, and uh, he was asking about how he's doing a he's doing a a sci-fi model. Okay. And his first one. Was he inspired and by you? He asked. No, he actually inspired by photos I showed him of Jason Jensen's. Oh wow. Um, so he's been checking out Jason's site, and then, um, and then I turned him to some of the how-to's and tutorials from uh, Kathy um, Malat. Uh, Malat and uh, Doug Fuscali today, and after I showed him the concrete one. Um, Doug Fiscali has one on how to make a, uh, on his website, I guess it's a boss scale models, uh, on, on YouTube, his YouTube channel. And he does a, a seawall out of concrete. Oh yeah. I yeah. And I was showing him Is how that the one with the rebar? No. Well, I know he has like the greens that are all, you know, the different, he puts that sand in the bottom of the mold when yeah. he casts it and. Yeah, and it's like that. But he uses this um, this cocoon paint uh, w- w- with getting the some of the layering that he does with colors. And uh, I use it heavy as well So um, for lots of that kind of thing, for concretes and things. So um, if you want to go check that video out, definitely check it out. It's a great how-to on painting your concrete. I highly recommend it. Maybe the very best one I've seen that's online uh, on how to do that. Now, if you want to paint concrete on plastic, uh, Kathy Malott has one on hers as well, and she does a plastic model with concrete and both that has concrete a concrete base, and it turned out awesome on concrete. How she did hers, she didn't use that, but she used uh, her her own methods, and I uh, think she used some MIG paints and and such, but. Um, it, both of them turned out very, very well. The, so there's a little tip. Go check those videos out if you can. Yeah. Um, it's uh, Kathy Malott's modeling, and uh, it's M-I-L-L-A-T. And um, the, Kathy with a K. And then, of course, Foscale, F-O-S, Scale Models. So uh, his both of those YouTube channels have excellent how-tos. So does, um, so does Jason Jensen. Uh, Jason Jensen's Trains. And he's got a lot of how-tos, some amazing ones. He's put up a bunch of new ones, too. Uh, so go check them out. Definitely. It's worth a watch. So Yeah. yeah. And that's if, I mean, I'm sure. sure most of the people listening have, are already familiar. But if right. anyone new's listening, sure. go check it out. Right. So. right. And then, of course, uh, but, you know, even if, you, even if you're new to even if you're familiar with it. Watch it again. You may have not have, you may have, not have seen those particular videos, so they're or, good. Or just watch it again as a refresher. Yeah. Okay. So, what music have you been listening to? For You're gonna laugh the last at this. Last couple months. Oh, last I'll couple tell you what months. I've been into. But go ahead. Last well, we've m- been not over a couple months. Oh boy. Well, uh, I've been listening to a lot of um, metal. Yeah. I've been in the really heavy, like hard, hard screaming metal lately. Not, yeah. not your cup of tea. 
I like some metal. I like. No, a lot I mean, of metal, this is the kind of stuff just where not, you're like, not like where it's death like, metal and shit like that. Oh, they're screaming! I've been into that lately. Yeah. Um. Other than but, that, a, cool. a weird little uh, fun one I've been listening to tonight and and actually last night while I was mowing my grass was Weird Al. Oh yeah. I don't know why I I do I don't know what inspired me to listen to him, but I'm like, for some reason it came up on like my radio, right? And uh, I was like, oh my god, Weird Al. That's a, I haven't heard of him in ages, and I just right. started shuffling old Weird Al songs for some reason. Wow. I have not listened to Weird Al in ages. Holy shit. It brought me now, back. I have. Um, oh. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm done. Ahead. I'm done. Oh, okay. So I was listening to... I've been into lately. It's weird. Uh, but I've been into... Um, <laughs> uh, the Hollywood Undead. Oh, Okay. All right. I've been listening to Hollywood Undead and Cypress Hill this week, but the uh, other the other thing I've been listening to was um, podcasts of college football. So this is college football season. But Oklahoma Sooner, we're big Oklahoma Sooner fans. Boomer Sooner. And, uh, there's about Brett. There's like ten different Sooner podcasts out there. Oh wow. And so I never run out of them. So I just sit in here and I get drilled night after night with uh, sooner sooner podcast information from these guys. Give me what they feel is this and that and this player and that player. And, but I've been into listening to that kind of thing. It kind of gets me away from the normal uh, depressing news of the world. And uh, I can concentrate on football and sports and yeah. do my modeling. I, well, I, I enjoy it. You got to get away from it. So. So you're coll- if you're out there and you'd like to listen to podcasts and you're a college football fan or a sports fan, most likely uh, your team's going to have, uh, whatever team you root for, is going to have a uh, podcast out there um, or a bunch of them like that uh, to, to listen to, keep you, keep you up to date on what's going on and hear all the rumors and all that. It's a, it's a, it's a little different change of pace. Yeah. No, I like yeah. it. Uh, on, an, on another note um, – Coming up in October, I believe this weekend of the second, I don't know the exact dates, is another, uh, I guess they're doing the um, Craftsman Courtyard at Timonium, at the uh, at the train show in Timonium. Yeah. So uh, they, I guess they're doing um, some, uh, uh, a contest. I'm, I'm, the, I, I'm leaning right now to putting a model into that contest on that weekend. I'm going up and, and, and entering one. Ooh. So we'll see. Um. Yeah, I'm. I'm definitely uh, leaning to doing that. So we'll see what happens. Okay. Uh, something special and unique that uh, I have not ever modeled before. I've been getting different. Uh, getting the different uh, materials to put this together, and uh, I'm excited. So we'll see what see what happens. But, I have one more. Yeah. Than, I have one other announcement, and then we're gonna log off for the night. What's that? The um kits that we did the. Good Times Tavern, Wiley's Good Times Tavern. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad and I have completed them. Obviously, they were done a little bit ago. Um, yes. My dad brought his over the other night, and in, in the near future, we will be putting them up on eBay to auction off for, auction. for the uh, Dare Model Railroading Club. Uh, for, right. You know, Dave in Stanton. Yep. Yeah, and Dave Stanton was a guest on our show a while ago. Right. And uh, we will still well, be- We have mo- not forgotten about you. We did not forget about it. We will be modeling them. Oh, not modeling them off. We will be auctioning them off. 
100 percent will go there. And we will not make a dime. So whatever they sell for, um, yep. we will be giving to that model railroad club. Um, right. So I can't tell you a date that they'll go live, but they will go live very soon on um, my eBay account, and I will, I will, I will, I'll post about it. I'll share it and everything. Um, right. But all the proceeds will go to a great model railroading club that helps kids. And uh, Dave's got an awesome thing going on for that. So we will be putting that up and posting that here. Look for that here in the next week or so. Um, I will definitely be getting on the ball with that one. So Sounds good. I'm excited actually to do that because it'll be cool to like see what, you know. I, I just think it's cool because it, it benefits kids getting, you know, into something. Whatever it is. Right. I don't care if right. kids get into the competitive harmonica. I don't care. Just co- yeah. seeing kids getting keep in, busy, seeing, keep busy, keep active. Seeing kids stay busy and out of trouble is always is always is always awesome. So uh, um, yes. we will be putting that up for auction here in the very near future. So keep an eye out for that. Yep. But all right. Well, I think we are good. Um, Me too. It's an hour and twenty minutes or something like that tonight. Yeah. So uh, hey, yeah. thanks for tuning in, everybody. Uh, I till, had a good time. It was fun. Till the next time. Keep on modeling, you fine-scale freaks. Later.